Blog Talk Radio. IWS Radio, featuring Buddy Acapella, Guy On Your Dick, Slider Ballscock, Kirk Douglas, Bobby Kraft, Malcolm Eckstein, Meditations by Martin, Reverend Moneymaker, Dixie Ozark, Drew Peacock, Paul Pyatt, and Stubby Stonehenge. Special guest star, Schmoop. Roses are red, violets are blue. My poetry sucks, and it's all thanks to you. And now, straight from the bar, your host, Matt Man and J Man. Hola, and welcome to IWS Radio. Today is going to be a huge show. This is the J Man here. Wishing I had a nice cold beer. Sitting a few hundred miles to my north-northeast, a comedy beast who will leave you in stitches. It's Matman, bitches. When Matman paces in the bagwine digs, it is more than mere pacing. It's poetry in motion. Cheers, greetings, and welcome to I'm With Stupid. This is the Matman coming to you live from the palatial digs here in Bagwine, Ohio. How the hell are you, J-Man? Well, I'm all right. The uh, I thought we were going to get off to a bad start there. I clicked play, and uh, the seconds were ticking off, but the uh, open wasn't playing for a while. So, And that's why I that clicked was upsetting. It. I had your oh, back. This, this could be a problem, then. Bunch of damn idiots. Oh, there you huh. go. Now yeah, that works. Yeah. That's terrible. That's terrible. It is. Okay. Everything seems to be okay now. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. All right. Anyway, I'm okay. Well, you know what? I was okay. I was having a great morning. But then something weird started happening. Some dude, some dude who I do not know, have never heard of, started Mm -hmm. poking me. On Facebook. <laughs> it's out of nowhere. Okay. Really? Yeah. Did you poke back? A little weird. Well, you know what? See, what happens is I, I click on the poke thing, and I've got all these people who have poked me, and I just go, you know, click, 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 click right down, and I, and I poke all of them back. And I really? hit the last yeah. one, and I thought, hey, who was that? And then a minute later, <laughs> dude poked me again. Sounds like a budding romance. Well, I tell you, I, I I went to his page, and it's full of Jesus stuff. Well. And his, his friends list is full of women posing in their skivvies. Really? That's a little weird, don't you think? Yeah. I, I think I'm going to have to block him. 
I think I don't know. I mean, it's weird that I've only blocked one person ever on Twitter, but on Facebook I've blocked like a dozen. <laughs> really? Oh yeah. I don't think I've ever oh, yeah, blocked a, anyone. Lots of freaks on I've Facebook. I've unfriended man. people, but I've never blocked them. Yeah. Huh. Block them. Tell them to leave me the hell alone. <laughs> so anyway, we'll see how that goes. How are you doing, Matt? Well, Jay, man, I'm, I'm okay. Had a little late night last night, but I'm feeling good today. Well, you know, good enough. Well enough. I'm feeling well enough. Uh-huh. Although, uh, Schmoop went to the pre-show beer run and forgot my steel reserves. <laughs> really? Somebody's yeah. getting awfully passive aggressive these days. Yeah, I know. Although she just <laughs> did give me the finger, so there is that. So. <laughs> well, I like somebody who can mix it up a bit. You know, That's right. Straight on aggression, passive aggression. Uh-huh. Yeah, she can go both ways. <laughs> she can be subtle or in your face. Yeah. That's what I like. Whatever the situation is. Speaking calls of the beer mark. Yeah. Speaking of the beer mine, J-Man, let me tell you what happened last night. Ooh. I was having Get an excellent... No, I did, shut up. We don't even <laughs> joke about that. <laughs> Just ask uh, little Bill, Billy the Kid. Uh-huh. Uh, we don't joke about that. <clears throat> so, uh, last night I was having a good day. It was busy, but it wasn't overly busy. You know, good mm-hmm. money just... Once in a while, someone come through and get a big order. Big orders. That's an easy day. And the weather was nice. I was in shorts. In fact, I'll be Ooh. posting a pic- uh, yeah. I'll be posting a picture of my legs at the beer mine later on Facebook. Oh. <sighs> Calm yourselves, That's ladies. Hot. Uh-huh. I know. <laughs> so it was a nice day, and I did a little painting. We've been trying to spruce the joint up a little. And uh, about eight thirty. Nice day, half hour to go, getting ready to close, and a new hire from Donato's Pizza next door comes over. Very young-looking kid of Latin descent, and uh, he wants a couple black and milds, and he wants to pay with his debit card. So I said, sure. He seemed friendly enough. So I gave him the black and milds, took his card, and wiped it, and as I'm waiting for the uh, receipt to come up, I turn around and I see him spit on the floor of the drive-thru. No! God, please, no! 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 Mm-mm-mm-mm. I know. I said, dude, really? Did you just do that? Take a a baseball bat and beat him? Well, I wanted to, and I could have. He's uh-huh. a little, little thing. <laughs> His name's Alejandro. Alejandro uh-huh. Hernan. <sighs> I said, how about I come house. over to your house and spit on your floor? Or how about I come over to the kitchen at Donato's and spit on your pizzas? How's that, pal? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I said, here, don't come back. 
There you go. <laughs> Get him down on the floor. Clean it up. Clean it up. I should have. You know, because those people are gonna... good at cleaning up things. <laughs> I gotta rub your nose in it just like a puppy. That's <laughs> pissed. You just don't do that. It was ugh. That's Ticked unbelievable. I mean, people, people have no social graces whatsoever. Especially the you know, young man. Oh, I know. They treat the place as if it's a, uh, you know, like a, a mechanic's garage or something like that. Exactly. Just, be, just because it's open and it's a draft through. Well, and here's, yeah, and it's a, you know, he didn't spit on the uh, nice tiled floor of the drive-thru. He spit on the concrete part where the cars drive over, but nonetheless. And it really ticked me off because Mike and I had spent the, spent the last couple of days painting and waxing the uh-huh. floors. Mm-hmm. And you just come in and lay an El Lugie on the floor. <laughs> Unbelievable. <sighs> the hell's wrong with people? I don't know. Yeah, so I doubt if I'll see him. I hope I don't see him again. Now maybe he'll maybe he'll come back tomorrow and he'll just be super apologetic. It doesn't cat in matter. hand. Begging nah. forgiveness. No, anyway, he can do that all he wants. Oh, you're not I'll the forgiving type, right? are you? No, not, not in this case. Not when someone's disrespects my house. <laughs> if he tries to apologize, I'm just going to say to him, remember the Alamo, buddy. <laughs> and a Guantanamera to you. Now get out. Uh-huh. Take a hard line with him. And, uh, other than that, the week's right. been pretty good. How How's yours been? You know, it's been a pretty quiet week. Nothing really uh, big happened. Mm-hmm. Nobody, uh, nobody pissed me off. You know, more than That's the good. usual, just, you know, routine stuff. <laughs> right. Other than the, you know, creepy dude poking me on Facebook. Yes. But, uh, that sounds like fun, but, though. I think you need to stay with him. Well, hold on. Well, let me. I'll tell you what, I'm going to go to Facebook. And uh, I'm going to poke him back right here. All right. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, Facebook keeps changing the layout, and I can't find the the pokes anymore. (laughs) I'll just have to... uh, I'll just have to wait for somebody else to poke me, and it'll show up in my... Okay. Sorry about that, folks. These things happen. That's okay. Yeah. All right, then. But there it is, and boom, poked him. And while I'm there, I think I'll poke Ann and Sarah. Ooh, Sarah. Ooh. I like that name. I like you that. felt that That's one. a good Jewish name. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, just in time for Passover. Exactly. Yep. Starts tomorrow. Hey, and a shout-out to everybody in the chat room. 
few good people have wandered in. Chat room. Yes. Got a few yeah. guests. We got Sue, and of course, J Man, we have. Oh, yeah, baby. The sexiest Canadian in the world, Ms. Jamie. How you doing, huh, baby? And let me tell you something about Jamie, J-Man. Ooh. I love to hear she things did, about Jamie. Oh, I do, too. She did that most awesome intro for me, as she does most weeks. But mm-hmm. this week, she had a terrible cold. And she didn't like the sound of her voice, and she apologized for it. But she muddled through and did it, and it sounded awesome. That's a work ethic right there. That's that's what you get from Canadians right there. That's why you have a Canadian yep. on staff to do your uh, your applause line for you, rather than, say, yep. a Mexican or somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I bet she doesn't spit on anybody's floors. No, no. I bet Canadians don't even spit, period. Probably not. Or if they do, it's into a tissue. Right. In fact, I bet Canadian men don't even spit into the toilet or in the shower. No. That's a good lot up there. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, if, if it was an American person I asked to do my intro... They would have said, I'm sorry, I have a cold this week. I can't uh-huh. do it. Mm. Yeah. Either that or they would have said, you know, you know, radio broadcasters local 312 says, I don't have to work on Sundays. That's right. <laughs> Unless it's double time, buddy. <laughs> but as always... Jamie got it done, and done well. Damn right she did. Hey, got a shout-out for somebody. Excellent. Got a shout-out to uh, my friend in yours, Matt, Sweet Pea. Mm. Out there. Had a little surgery this week. She's mm. doing all right. Mm-hmm. Be okay. And I just wanted to say, uh, hey, Sweet Pea, how's your ass? going to call us from uh-huh. the shower today? <laughs> I'm hoping. I'm hoping. That was the plan. Get yeah. in the shower and call us up. But, uh, anybody who wants to call us from the shower, the bathtub, the pool, the, the closet, bed, or from Canada, you can always call in. Closet, Canada, Europe, <laughs> South America, yeah. Asia. Mm-hmm. You can always call in on the Passover Poetry Mexican Spitting on Your Floor hotline at 661-244-9852. Oh, and one more thing about the J-Man, or uh, the Beer Mind J-Man. Mm-hmm. Big news, as you know, but not everyone does. The Beer Mine is now proudly carrying Dos Equis. Hell yes. <laughs> Hell yes. You could have waited till you know, Cinco de Mayo and made a big deal of it, but it's okay. You, you know, go ahead and get them in. Let me tell you, J-Man, 
with the uh, Mexican grocery store and the Mexican restaurant near us, it's like every day is Cinco de Mayo at the beer mine. <laughs> In fact, if it wasn't for said Mexicans, the numbers wouldn't be nearly as good. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. That's good to hear that you got some, some really quality beer now. Yep, you know, Corona, Modelo, Dos Equis. We used to carry Tecate, but that didn't sell very well. Hmm. Do you, do you carry the Strawberita? And yes. And we and carry Strawberita, Raspberryita, and Limerita. Yeah, and the tomato beer crap. Man, the Mexicans we, drink no, the hell out of that stuff. No, we do not carry Clamato. Oof. That's just that's just wrong. That's <laughs> just nasty. You can't have that stuff even around. But man, the Mexicans will drink the hell out of that stuff. Uh-huh. I don't know what the deal is. So, anyway, I'm glad you're carrying the uh, the Dosequis now. How much is it? Yep. A six pack. About seven and a half. With, no, no, it's more. No, it's more than that. It's like with tax nine eleven, which is ironic. It's man. it's Rudy now, Giuliani Modelo, level. Six, yeah, <laughs> six pack bottle of Modelo. It is seven fifty exactly. Oh, see, cause, and Corona uh, eight. Corona's eight fifty seven. Yeah. Six pack of uh, Dos Equis down here is like seven and a quarter. Well, well closer to Mexico. They don't, yeah, they don't have to ship it as far. Exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Another two dollars worth of shipping to get it onto Ohio. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pick it up in Texas for five and a half. You know how it works. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I have one but, shout yeah. out as well, Jamie. I have. Oh, I'm oh sorry. okay. No, go I ahead. I have one shout out, kind of, kind of on a sad note. Oh. Yeah, a friend of mine whom I went to high school with a year or two ahead of me, she passed away unexpectedly Friday. Oh. Sorry to hear that. Yep. So a shout-out to Rhonda Mao and her family, or Rhonda Midgley is her married name. Very unexpectedly. In fact, I had gotten a message on Facebook from her. Twelve hours before, I, I hate Jeez. that. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah uh, that's bothersome. Yeah, her, she, and her family lived in Virginia Beach, and they were getting ready to move up, back up to Springfield here in June. Uh, well, yeah. so our thoughts from the IWS family are with the Midgley family. Condolences. Well, all right then. Yeah, I thought I'd bring it down. We were getting too yeah, excited. On, on with the funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, I say we kick this puppy off, Matt. Excellent. Celebrating National Poetry Week. Celebrating and Passover. Palm Sunday. Yeah, National Poetry Month. And Passover and Palm Sunday and and really anything else anybody wants to celebrate. 
We'll celebrate. We'll celebrate you, people. If you want to celebrate yeah. yourself, you can call in. Uh huh. We're equal yeah. opportunity out there? celebrators. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm willing to celebrate just about anybody. If you know what I mean. Yeah, I bet you are. <laughs> And, ladies and gentlemen, for the second week in a row, as you can tell, and, well, you can tell why, we are an IWS staff pick of the week. Hell, yeah, we are. Blog Talk Shout Radio staff that. pick of the week. That's right. <laughs> must have been your poem, too, right. man. It must have been. <laughs> you know, I think we've uh, figured out how to uh, how to appeal to the uh, BTR I folks. I think we you have. Know. You know, you fill out the little show description, and you tell them which show, and, and you it, put the little picture on there, and then... And it sounds like every to, other show. Right. But then they give you this, you know, <laughs> tell us why you should be show of the week. Mm-hmm. And that's where our opportunity to shine is, and shine we mm-hmm. do. Oh, we do. Obviously, we, we tickle their funny bone. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and evidently their staff who does this probably rotates every week so they don't realize we were just picked last week. Well, yeah, I think that uh I think they've taken a, a liking to us. I hope I so. think we amused like- them. I think we've we've charmed them. Exactly. Yeah. And As the numbers have been pretty pretty good lately. I mean good numbers every week. Yeah, we're rolling. Two thousand a week more would be nice. So come on, people, <laughs> listen a little more often. Tell your friends and your enemies. Because, what the hell? Yeah, I mean we love you, but let's have a little loving back. Yeah, just you know, click on that you know, open show in the new page thing, and you know, get the reloader and just. Reload that bitch all afternoon long. Exactly. You can mute the sound. It doesn't matter. To, you yeah. don't have to really yeah. listen to us. Turn, yeah. <laughs> turn the audio off. You know, come on. Turn the volume down. Go take a nap. Walk the dog. Over and over and over. Yeah. <laughs> or now, you know, you could leave the audio on if it really pisses off the other person in your cubicle. So think about that. <laughs> Because we all know that there's cubicle wars going on all over this country every day. People clipping their fingernails, tapping their pen on the desk. Yep. (laughs) Or in my case, J-Man, I should let it play all day as loud as it can go. So the guy in the next door mansion who cusses all the time during lacrosse games on TV. (laughs) There you go. Yeah, and I really can't believe you guys don't have a uh, little laptop and internet down there at the uh, at the beer mine, so you could play the show all day for the customers. We need to get speakers and just pipe it through continually. Yeah, exactly. Work on that, will you? I can put work on a, that, uh, but I don't. Think, but as I told put you, in a you know. Since our clientele has changed, uh, we were thinking more of just piping in mariachi music 24-7. Into the, uh... 
Well, maybe we'll play a little mariachi music for him anyway. You know, we'll cover every all the uh, bases there. And how's the new uh, the new lady, the new lady employee working out? She's still going all right. The new lady employee is working out great. I mean, for her, what she's been there a month. Uh, she's already had a week's vacation and taken four of my hours. Man, that's pretty good. <laughs> she might be eyeing the, another four-hour stint. Yeah, yeah, well, she can eye that all she wants. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I think the thing to do would be to start everything off with uh, the weather forecast, Matt. That's what everyone likes to hear. Yeah, you got you know they do the weather or they even start the news with the weather now, so it's important. Yeah. And of course, our own Kirk Douglas is in the the weather center, mm-hmm. and uh, he put together a pretty nifty little weather <laughs> forecast for everyone. I bet he did. The IWS Action Weather Center said Kirk Douglas. Your skilled presenter. Rain, sleet, snow, or hail. My forecast will never fail. When the weather turns scary, I'm here to warn you to be wary. Watch Al Roker, if you really must. But Kirk is a man you can trust. Weather for Bagwine, Ohio this week doesn't look so bleak. We start off with wind and rain, but still warm, so it won't be much of a pain. Then it turns a little chilly for a day or two, but no more snow, so don't be so blue. After that, it will be sunny and fine, making life pretty good at the beer mine. Conveniently located at the corner of Elmore and Burnett Road, in the heart of the 45505 zip code. In Redneckville, Arkansas, the weather will be similar, but for this time of year, not all that familiar. Sure, we recognize all the pollen, but it's unseasonably cool. I'm sure this helps the kids who are still in school. It's hard to concentrate when it's really hot all you can do is sweat and blow snot. Like in Bagwine, the temperatures will return to a level that is comfy, and for the most part, it will be clear and sunny. It will be a great week to get out of the house and play, along with enjoying the freshness of nature's bouquet. So that's the weather for this week. Enjoy the sun. But don't be a freak. It's not warm enough to go swimming in the nude. Besides, if you're ugly, you'll probably get booed. This has been Kirk Douglas for IWS Radio, sending it back to the guys in the studio. This is former President Richard Nixon back from the grave to remind you that failure to listen to IWS radio would be criminal. That was awesome. Alrighty. 
<laughs> right. I kind of think Kirk should rhyme the weather every week. <laughs> he should. He's pretty good at it. <laughs> he seemed to enjoy it. It's pretty rare that Kirk, you know, is smiling these days. He's been kind of a Debbie Downer the last few weeks. I know. Well, maybe he had another stroke and his face is just stuck in a smile. He can't control <laughs> maybe it. So. <laughs> Maybe he's like the Joker. Yeah, the permanent smile. Yeah, exactly. Yep. <laughs> and of oh, course, if you want to, uh, if you want to check out uh, some of the uh, greatest American poets of all time, oh including boy, one, including one that might have <laughs> been born in Germany, but you know he's an American, so it's okay. Yeah. Uh, you can go to iwsradio.com. And I see our Poets of the Week. Yep. Let me tell you, Mr. Mr. Charles is looking pretty hot. (laughs) That's a pretty style. So you could see how he got all the ladies looking that good. Oh, heck yeah. (laughs) Because if there's anything women love, it's a... Middle-aged man with a pot belly sitting in his underwear drinking beer, and he hadn't showered or shaved for about six days. Well, evidently Schmoop likes that kind of guy, so. <laughs> <laughs> so I know how he's working it, man. It's just, just magic, man. It's just magic uh-huh. to him. <laughs> uh-huh. I was thinking... uh. Uh, Charles, uh, you know how he got the win? He roped him in. And I'm thinking literally. <laughs> he lassoed him and dragged him up to his place, to his cave. Yeah. Pulled a little Rick James on him. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, we got some hot. Hot poetry action going on there with Emily Dickinson and Walt Whitman. Yeah. And the others. He's a hack. (laughs) Not a Walt Whitman fan? No, I'm kidding. No. You're not a Bukowski fan either. No, I'm not. No, I do like Walt Whitman. Oh, okay. Burns? Are you a fan of Robert Burns? Well, in spite of his Scottishness, yes. Oh, no, no, no. He was born in the U.S. No, you said Robert Burns. Are you talking about Robert Frost? Robert Frost. Yeah, whatever. Same thing. (laughs) Jay, man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like Robert Frost. Yeah. Yeah, Frost, Burns, same thing. You get Burns. Frost, Burns. <laughs> They're all one person. Exactly. In fact, I like him That's so much, folks. and he likes... I, I used to refer to him as Bob Frost. Uh-huh. So, yeah. <laughs> you guys are such close friends. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you know, you know, most shows would go back and uh, edit that little part out right there. And then re-upload the show towards but not us. No. Oh. Uh-uh. That's, we'll just let that's that sit part of for our uh, folksy homespun charm. That's humanness right there. Yeah, it is. You know, you know who does that? Even on his uh, podcast, he goes back and edits J-Man. 
Who? Doc Thompson. Does he? Yeah. Well, Doc's not exactly uh, our friend anymore, apparently. Doc Thompson, ladies and gentlemen, he works for uh, Glenn Beck's network, The Blaze. We used to be uh, we used to be buddies, Twitter buddies, but he unfollowed mm-hmm. me this after a hurtful comment. Oh, <clears throat> what'd you say? I mean, what'd he say? Well, no, all I said was, "How's that WLW thing working out for you?" And he was not amused, evidently. <laughs> yeah, that kind of that kind of hit him where it hurt right there. It, yeah, well, kind of a low blow, Matt. Let's be honest. Come on. Well, no, no, I think it was right where it should be. The boy is terrible, <laughs> although he he does have a hot Korean wife. There you go. See, he in less movies. I know. I know where the action is. Who, who, J-Man, works for Channel 7, WHIO, in Dayton, Ohio? Yeah. His wife, Una Lee. How are you doing? Mm-hmm. She's not very good either, though, but she looks good. <laughs> and she got her lazy eye fixed. I've never met an Asian with a lazy eye. <laughs> but by God, she had one. <laughs> How do you get a lazy eye fixed? Well, she got it fixed. I don't know what they did. <laughs> and a little Botox action, probably. Uh-huh. From right up. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, we're rolling along Boy, today. I hope Suey Park doesn't hear this exchange. Oh, boy. <laughs> She'll start cancel IWS radio on Twitter. That's right. We could only hope. That would be <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah, because, look, she started to cancel Colbert, and he got moved from basic cable to the network. Exactly. <laughs> he went from 30 <sighs> minutes on basic cable four nights a week to an hour at 11.30 Eastern, five yep. nights a week. They showed him. Yeah, ooh. Yeah, that's that's what activism can do for you right there. <laughs> so, anyway. Anyway, bring it, Suey. We're ready for it. So what else we got going here? National Poetry Week, Matt. Here's one. Here's one. Okay. No, here's one. This is what Jameson J. Uh, <laughs> well, he did. He, he did. He, one is is his own, and the other one he recited someone else's poem that he uh, that he thought was hmm. tremendous, and uh, mm-hmm. it's uh, and I think that I think you're going to like it too, Matt. I think I can't gonna, wait. You're going to like it. All right. Why? By Jack Mahoney. From his book, Irish Coffee. Why do you seek to destroy all that I build, knowing full well 
that time alone would serve instead. And once the pillars rot and the castles fall, you would not be burdened with a sense of guilt. Why do you taunt me with practical things, nor realize that all dreams must some day be shattered, and falling to earth awake each man with the thunder of mediocrity? Could it be that deep inside you cannot watch me suffer the pain of one who strives for the stars and struggles day by day up a ladder without rungs? Why? By Jack Mahoney. You fucker. <coughs> what? What? <laughs> the, la- the last line is just freaking awesome. <laughs> and I thought about yeah. doing that as well. Very nice. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I got, got got this book by by this poet Jack Mahoney there on the shelf. My dad. And uh, oh, is that your dad? I was wondering That's if you guys were related. Dad, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I thought you know you probably need a little. <laughs> A little Jack Mahoney action here if you're going to do a poetry show. And who doesn't? Huh? In fact, Jay, man, we got a little more Jack. In there. Oh, really? Got another Jack coming up? We got a little more Jack Mahoney recitated by Schmoop coming up later. Excellent. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going through all his poems last night, and that was one I thought about doing. Uh, that would have been kind of funny. Mm-hmm. We both would played have. it. <laughs> It'd be kind of funny how it, oh. you know, that poem speaks to both of us so so loudly. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just life is. Uh huh. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> He did have a funny one. It's like four lines. Um, that was from Myra's Coffee, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Yeah. I think there's one in there. It's about, um, it was written in the late, he wrote in the late 60s, early 70s about television. We sit like waxen robots programmed for the night, staring at porcelain figures painted black and white. I like that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I think that's where I get my minimalism. Yeah. Now, I like that you just knew that right off the top of your head like that. Oh, yeah. I hope I don't get my minimalism from Ernest Hemingway, because that pissed me off. No. Ooh, that would suck, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and you know, something we were t- we were discussing in the uh, pre-show is that we discovered yeah. that the state of Ohio, the state of Ohio, does not have <laughs> a, a poet laureate. So uh, I Which think we know what our outrage. Uh, oh, I'm not happy about this at all. And uh, so I think that we clearly are going to have to. Uh, Start a campaign here to uh, to 
to get the state to name one, and obviously it, it's going to have to. It's it's down to you and Paul Pyatt. I don't know which one it's going to be, but. Uh, oh, I would gladly, you know, seize my poetmanship. Yeah, I made that up to uh, <laughs> Paul Pyatt. <laughs> Uh-huh. Since it's an unpaid position, <laughs> actually, that's more that's more in my range because I'm good at that. I'm good at getting unpaid <laughs> positions. <laughs> now, if they wanted to, you know, pay somebody say around fifty thousand a year and full benefit package, you'd be filling out that application <laughs> several times. <laughs> Be looking for uh, references. Yes, and Paul Pyatt would be one of them. <laughs> I'd give you a reference. What the hell? Oh, that's nice of you. I'll tell you what, Jay Man. Speaking of Paul Pyatt. What? Oh, okay. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to ask: yeah. Would your son give you a reference? Well, I don't know. I I wouldn't know. I <laughs> haven't seen him in a month. Haven't talked to him in a month. Ooh. March March fifteenth. Oddly yeah. enough, the Ides of March is <laughs> the last March. time I last time Ouch. I talked to him. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm sure he's doing well. Sure's doing okay. Um, or living it up. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> so there you have it. Yeah, there's, Boy, uh, there's, there's where that stands. <laughs> there's some poetry right there. It just hasn't been written. <laughs> oh. Boy, and when it does get written, it's going to be <laughs> ugly. Yeah. It's tough to write poetry from a place of uh, happiness and contentedness, isn't it? Hell yeah. I mean, it's kind of tough my to write prime, anything. My dad's a prime example. He had freaking <laughs> nine kids, for God's sakes. <laughs> and, a, and a wife of German descent. Well, she... <laughs> Actually, she was half Irish, half German. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was her. It was her father who ruined the pure mixture, which is kind of funny. It was a German who mixed, who messed up the races, J man. Yeah. How ironic. I know. But you know, sometimes, sometimes. Sometimes Germans can be super, super hot, though. Hallo, ihr Lieben, hier spricht die Sunny und ich liebe die IWS Radio Show. Hi there, this is Sunny speaking, and I just love, love, love the IWS Radio Show. Happy Oktoberfest, Bad and Jay. Octoon, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Joy through Sunny. So there's that too. Yes, there is. So yeah, it's anyway. It's hard to hard to write from 
it's hard to write period if you're happy you gotta you gotta be mad or sad or both and then you can or at write least something neutral and just don't have anything other to other anything other to do yeah when I'm happy, I just yeah. When I'm happy, I just want to bounce and bebop around. <laughs> we need video of you bebopping. That would be great. No, oh, I bebop, baby. I'm a big bebopper. <laughs> I think we need uh, Matt dance video. <laughs> Maybe I'll do that this week. Maybe on Thursday on my day off. My Get a couple monsters in me. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe you and I should have a pants off dance off. That would be hot. <laughs> it might be the end. I know our might bring us worldwide <laughs> audience would love it. Oh, you know it. Yeah, that's probably the end of the show right there. <laughs> People be like, okay, they've jumped the shark now. Right. So what else we got, Matt? Well, I was telling you, yeah, yeah. We need some inspiration, Jake. You know, we're talking about you have to be angry and down to write good poetry. Mm-hmm. That's not necessarily true. Oh, really? I mean, yeah, you can't do it, I can't do it, but evidently Paul Pyatt has found someone who can write poetry when she's happy. Wow. Poetry and such with Paul Pyatt. Gentle and heartfelt greetings to all of you discerning drinkers of the warm and aromatic coffee of life that is IWS Radio. Renowned poet and IWS literary editor, Paul Pyatt here, bringing you some of today's finest in the world of poetry, prose, and people. Today, during our journey along the solid boulevard of words made magical and life's pentameters made iambic, I offer unto you a poem by American poet and internet inspirationalist, IWS Radio's very own Tammy Tibbles. From her 2013 book, Regaling in Repetition, here is Amazing. Turn that frown upside down. <laughs> Don't be glum or blue. Rise and shine with a sunny smile. Your amazing rises with you. Make your day, make your way. Don't fuss with your messy bed. An untidy house can wait for now. Your amazing waits in your head. Chase your dreams. Sing and scream. Let the world hear you roar. Wear a cape and grab the bull by the horns. You're amazing like a Toreador. When your day is done and down goes the sun, Head to bed with a glass of wine. Caress yourself like a china doll. Your amazing loves you long time. 
<laughs> Amazing. By Tammy Tiddles. And for now, as I travel the road less traveled, You're listening to I'm With Stupid on the BTR Network. That's some good words of advice right there. Mm-hmm. Always positive, always hopeful. Always amazing. Yep. Love Tammy Tibbles. Who doesn't? Maybe we'll get her on the show someday. I mean, oh boy, I live. hope not. Oh <laughs> boy, that would be good. <laughs> Tammy Tibbles has a new boyfriend, Jay Man, and his arms are as big as my entire body. It wouldn't be. <laughs> 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 <clears throat> And he lives here in Bagwine. <laughs> so. Well, why wouldn't he? <laughs> exactly. So. But we right. we appreciate her. We appreciate the sunshine she spreads. Oh yeah. And she, you know, she she contributes and makes our our life just a little happier. Exactly. And I'll tell you what, Jay, man, if some other people would like, you know, if, if other people would like to make our lives happier, you know what they could do? They could uh, call us up, talk to us <clears throat> at six six one two four four. Nine eight five two. Absolutely. Set a little, set a little poetry in motion. Uh-huh. Call us up. Celebrate Palm Sunday, Passover. At, oh. Read your yeah. read your favorite poem to us. Oh, that'd be awesome. It's always interesting to hear about people with you know their favorite poems and. Stuff like that, because it tells us a lot about them, good and mm-hmm. bad. Right. You know, like they they call us up and they, oh, I just love my Angelo. Really? Oh, boy, yeah. Do you? Who doesn't? Do you? Who doesn't? <clears throat> mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. One of America's greats. Yeah. And luckily for One us, One of Arkansas's greats. Arkansas's own from Stamps, Arkansas. My Angelo. Not her real name, of course. Of course. You can't be that creative and use your real name. No. Not if you're an artist. Like her. Her real name's probably Bobby Joe Sharecropper. What? Wait. What? (laughs) But luckily for us, Matt, we couldn't we couldn't get we couldn't get Maya Angelo herself on here, but it turns out her great half nephew, Jermaine Angelo. Is uh, touring the country, doing uh, poetry readings of her of her work, and this is authorized. Don't worry, folks. And uh, so he uh, he agreed he agreed to uh, to do her 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 most famous work. I know why the caged bird sings 
for us. Excellent. I know why the cage bird sings. Bye-bye, Angelo. The free bird leaps on the back of the wind and floats downstream till the current ends and dips his wings in the orange sun rays and dares to claim the sky. But a bird that stalks down his narrow cage can seldom see through his bars of rage. His wings are clipped and his feet are tied, so he opens his throat to sing. The cage bird sings with fearful trill of the things unknown but longed for still, and his tune is heard on the distant hill, for the caged bird sings of freedom. The free bird thinks of another breeze, and the trade winds soft through the sighing trees, and the fat worms waiting on a dawn-bright lawn, and names the sky his own. When a cage bird stands on the grave of dreams, his shadow shouts on a nightmare scream. His wings are clipped and his feet are tied, so he opens his throat to sing. The cage bird sings with a fearful trill of things unknown but longed for still, and his tune is heard on a distant hill. For the cage bird sings of freedom. I know why the cage bird sings. By Maya Angelou. Performed by her great half-nephew, Jermaine Angelou. You're listening to IWS Radio on the BTR Network. Be sure to catch us on the internet at iwsradio.com. That was amazing, but I have a question. (laughs) I'm sure you do. Is her half-nephew, Jermaine, the guy who played Urkel in Family Matters? (laughs) Well, I don't really know. Um, uh, Apparently that little uh, nasal sound runs through the family, so... Kind of a family trait they have. <laughs> well, that nasal sound is money. I'll tell you that. It's money. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <clears throat> Did you know, Matt? <laughs> yes. Did you know that Sarah Palin is also a poet? Oh, God. No. You didn't know that? Sarah Palin? No, she, I didn't. Yes, she wrote a haiku. No, she she's written a, a number of... Oh, she did. Really? She's written, a, she's written all kinds of different poetry. Well, I guess that makes sense, because she can see Japan from her backyard. Right. <laughs> One of my favorite haikus, and I am not making this up. Really? One of her favorite haikus is... Titled, When 900 Years Old You Reach. When 900 years old you reach, look as good 
You will not. <laughs> there you go. I don't know why I was waiting for something more. <laughs> here's another here's another little poem that she wrote. Okay, can't wait. The Alaskan voters have spoken, and me not being a dictator won't be telling anybody what to do. A governor, especially one that's not going to be a dictator and all this, doesn't have control over all that. <laughs> but perhaps her greatest her greatest haiku of all time from Sarah Palin, the unseen opponent. Our opponent is someone who sees America as imperfect. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> there you go. That's very good. Good, good for Sarah sure. Sarah Palin is a poet. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of celebrities are poets. Celebrities, oh, political know. figures. Benjamin you Franklin know, was a poet. Benjamin Franklin was everything. Yeah, of course he was. Did he write? He's kind of the Charles. Good? No. But he's kind of the Charles Burkowski of his day. Sitting yeah. around in his underwear, drinking a beer. <laughs> Taking an air bath. <laughs> Taking a little air bath on the back porch. Uh-huh. <laughs> <coughs> and I just oh, found no. something, James. Breaking news, and it's terrible. From the Twitter machine, Uh my friend and yours, Katie Anders, has tweeted that she is closing down Lesbians in My Soup blog. This is awful. It is. Very upsetting. You know, just the other day, she she gave us a, a really great explanation as to why Easter is on a different day every year. I mean, she might have totally made it up. What do I know? But, you know, uh, it was good. Okay. I liked we it. We like that. <laughs> yeah. It's unfortunate. It's nothing Glenn Beck <clears throat> wouldn't do. Yeah. Anyway, I hate to see that. Well, that's too bad. We like Katie because she's a frequent commenter on right. IWSradio.com. Exactly. Unlike the rest of you people. Yeah. Who don't call in at 661-244-9852. You know who would be a good poet, and he probably should have written one for the show this week, J-Man? Who? One of Jamie's very own, Rob Ford. And I can't believe I didn't think about that. Maybe he'll write an Easter poem. (laughs) Maybe he will. That man has things to say. He does. I'm thinking his he does, and You know what? We want to hear what he has to say, too. 
Oh, hell yeah. I, I'm thinking his poem would be more free verse. <laughs> uh-huh. It would go from rhyme to free verse to prose to whatever. <laughs> but I bet it, whatever it is, it would be good. Yeah. It'd be a little manic, a little crazy. A little amazing. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, you know who else wrote poetry? A lot of people don't know who? this. When he wasn't busy raising taxes and raising the deficit. <laughs> Ronald Reagan. Really? Wrote poetry. Yes. Huh. You want to hear one of his poems? Oh, yeah, I do. He wrote, here's what, he wrote this in high school. It's titled Life. Our troubles break and drench us like spray on the cleaving prow of some of Gloucester's, Gloucester's schooner oh as it dips in a graceful bow. But why does sorrow drench us when our fellow passes on? He's just exchanged life's dreary dirge for an eternal life of song. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. That is nice. Former like President it. Ronald Reagan, right there. Oh, you know those you Irish know people. You didn't know he was a talent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It just comes naturally. They, they're just born with poetry. Yeah. Let's see who else? Leonard Nimoy is a poet. <laughs> we already knew that. Yeah. <clears throat> Charlie Sheen. Charlie yeah. Sheen is a poet. Here's a good one. Teacher, teacher, I don't understand. You tell me it's like the back of my hand. Should I play, should I play guitar and join the band or head to the beach and walk in the sand? That's very nice. That's very nice. Yeah. Very deep. I'll tell you who else was a poet, Jamie. Who? None other than um, Senator John McCain. <laughs> Senator McCain, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he wrote this back in 1872, J-Man. <laughs> Twas brillig in the slithy toves, did gyre and gimble in the wabe. All Mimsy, where the portal goes? And the Mome Rath outgrabe. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Thank you, Senator McCain. <laughs> <clears throat> Who may or may not be a fan of IWS radio. It just depends. Exactly, it depends. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Rosie O'Donnell writes Uh-oh. poetry. Really? He roughs her up a bit, shames her in front of the others, teaches her to behave for his own benefit. And just when we lost all hope, Cagney and Lacey showed up. They <laughs> cuff the pimp, they free the girl.
Yeah. That's, I expected, you know, I went to YouTube because I was going to look at, uh, 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 you know, slam poetry. Cause I'm a fan, you know, uh-huh. and, uh, Man, there's a lot of angry, angry women out there, Matt. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, there's a lot more angry women. Well, you see it on Facebook, too. And oh, yeah. The women are far angrier than the men. Yeah, I don't know why that is. <laughs> well, of course, the women would say, that's because he's cheating on me and he's fine. Yeah. But uh, it was depressing. I tried to watch some of them, and it was all just, you know, Oh, violence and rape and, you know, women, 77 cents on the dollar to what men make. And it's just, oh, God. It's just, you know, I'm sure that, you know, Rachel Maddow loves every second of it. But Well, you know why she does. Because she's a big, strong man. <laughs> I see. Oh, you know, the J-Mom got in on the uh, poetry action. No, she did not. She did. She has a friend of hers uh, by the name of Charles Reed, who uh, was actually he's the brother of her, uh, her her best friend who she grew up with, who passed away recently. Um, Charles was a uh, <clears throat> poet. I think about I think we've got six or seven books that he published of poetry. Very good stuff. So and uh, she was better than my dad. By no, 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 so. I'm just, no, 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 I'm just saying that he's, he can he can afford to get more books published. That's <laughs> what I'm talking about. Anyway, so uh, she uh, she decided to do this one of uh, of Chuck's, and he hated to be called Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> so of course you. And yet Chuck. again, by Charles Reed. Must we cross the seas again to die on a distant shore? Must we fight another war as our fathers did before? The war to end all wars was fought by men like you and I, who left their homes for foreign shores to bleed a while and die. But lessons learned seem to have passed away beyond recall, and history which goes unheeded is repeated after all. Again they call us from the woods, the mountains, and the lakes. We're supposed to go correct mistakes that others make. Crawl through slime and filth once more to walk the jungle trail, to fly the skies and sail the seas and fight at night by braille. Pick the lice and chase the crabs and duck the mortar's whine. Cringe in the bottom of a hole, wondering if the next one's mine. Forgotten arts will be relearned with rifle and the knife to kill man with a shattering crash or silently take his life. To think at night of what you've left 2,000 miles away. To wonder if you'll see again your life of yesterday. But don't think now. Just pack your bag. Kiss goodbye to one so dear. It's better to cross the seas once more than fight the bastards here. All right. I like yeah. he was a He was a Navy pilot. Vietnam. And early on in the poem, he does something I like, and it's hard to do well. It's the internal rhyme. And it's hard to read, and your mom did a wonderful job. Yeah. She's got skills. <laughs> I know. <Yeah. laughs> Not so much child-rearing skills, but 
<laughs> she did the best she could with what she had, you know. <laughs> well, well, that's true. Yeah, good point. Good point, David. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just remember, Matt, you know, not all good kids, not all good families have good kids. Not all that's bad right. families have bad kids, but all crazy yeah. families have crazy kids. That's the way it That's works. right. <laughs> oh, that was nice. That was pretty good. I like that. All right. So we're rolling along. Hour and nine are. minutes in, we finally finally get a good one. Well, after, <laughs> you know, after Jack Mahoney poem earlier. Well, that one. so you're dissing Tammy Tibbles. Don't, oh. Well, actually, she well, doesn't care. She would still no. say you're no, she, she would just give me a hug and thank me. Yes, yeah, she, yeah, she would. For, for caring. She, as you say down south, she's good people. Right. Bless her heart. I think. Bless her heart. <laughs> That's not really a compliment. <laughs> Whatever. Well, I'll tell you what. We were, we were talking about Bukowski earlier. You know who's a huge Bukowski fan? Who? Bobby Kraft. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's true. <laughs> Hard to believe. But he it is. is. <laughs> You're juxtaposing again, aren't you? <laughs> and so he, uh, he, he, uh, he submitted his favorite uh, Bukowski poem for, for this week. Take it away, Bobby. Hey, everybody. Bobby Craft here to recite my favorite poem for IWS Radio, The Shoelace by Charles Bukowski. A woman, a tire that's flat, a disease, a desire. Fears in front of you, fears that hold so still you can study them like pieces on a chessboard. It's not the large things that send a man to the madhouse. Death he's ready for, or murder, or incest, robbery, fire, flood. No, it's the continuing series of small tragedies that send a man to the madhouse. Not the death of his love, but a shoelace that snaps with no time left. The dread of life is the swarm of trivialities that can kill quicker than cancer and yet are always there. License plates, or taxes, or expired driver's license, or hiring, or firing, doing it, or having it done to you, or roaches, or flies, or broken hook on a screen, or out of gas, or too much gas, the sink stopped up, the landlord's drunk, the president doesn't care, and the governor's crazy, light switch broken, mattress like a porcupine, $105 for a tune-up carburetor, and fuel pump at Sears Roebuck. The phone bill's up, and the market's down, and the toilet chain is broken, and the light has burned out. The hall light, the front light, the back light, the inner light. It's darker than hell, and twice as expensive. Then there's always crabs and ingrown toenails, and people who insist they're your friends. There's always that and worse. Leaky faucet, Christ and Christmas, blue salami, nine-day rains, 50-cent avocados, 
and purple liverwurst, or making it as a waitress at Norm's on the split shift, or as an emptier of bedpans, or as a car wash or bus boy, or stealer of old ladies' purses, leaving them screaming on the sidewalks with broken arms at the age of eighty. Suddenly, two red lights in your rearview mirror and blood in your underwear, toothache and $979 for a bridge, 300 for a gold tooth, and China and Russia and America, and long hair and short hair and no hair, and beards and no faces, and plenty of zigzag but no pot, except maybe one to piss in and the other around your gut, with each broken shoelace out of 100 broken shoelaces. One man, one woman, one thing enters a madhouse. So be careful when you bend over the shoelace by Charles Bukowski. Hey everyone, this is Warrior Cat, and you're listening to IWS only on Blog Talk Radio. Mwah! Mm, mwah! Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I hate the broken shoelace. Hey. Uh-huh. Oh, man. Drive you crazy, won't it, Matt? Yeah, because you know. Yeah, and you know he's right. It he's always right. happens at the wrong thing. time. Sure. Yeah. Just as you're putting your shoes no, on. No, that's a good one. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a good one, though. No, and yeah, the little things irritate the hell out of me. Right, right. It's Big things, little bitty things. handle happen. them and let them roll. That's right. Just roll with the big punches, but the little pesky little things just make you just snap. Yeah. It's like, you know, Jamie and I go to a lot of funerals. You know, knowing my family, I go to a lot of funerals. <laughs> yeah. Those mahonies, they drop early and often, don't they? Yeah. Uh-huh. So I only wear dress shoes, you know, once every two years. So my shoestrings in my dress shoes, right before the funeral, they have dry rot. So mm-hmm. I tug on them and snap. God damn it! <laughs> Get the duct tape out. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe you should uh, should get a uh, backup emergency auxiliary pair of dress uh, uh, shoelaces. In the little packaging, so it'll be fresh and ready to go, if and when you need it. Yeah. Oh, I need it. I know I'll need it. Yeah. I'll tell you what, when they lay me out. Looking over what's left of the family. When they lay me out in my coffin, I'm going to have shoes on with broken shoestrings. That's what's going to happen to me. (laughs) And you're going to have a 211 in your hand. Damn right. And schmoop. The studio audience just said, I'll make sure of it. You know, I don't know if that was kind or not. <laughs> How is the studio audience today? How's, how's the studio audience doing? Well, we could get to her in a second, J-Man, but oh, there's well, breaking okay. news. Oh, dear. And where is the breaking news? Where it's always been. I'll play it. Thank you. (laughs) 
someone has just sauntered into the uh, chat room, J-Man. Hello. My name is Jesse Ferg. My name is Jesse Ferg, and I'm in the chat room. Everybody dance. Jesse Ferg. Man, I bet that man can rhyme. <laughs> I bet he can. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Jesse, in the chat room. Good to see you. How, how you doing today, Jesse? And I mean that. I really want to know how you doing, buddy. And you, if you'd like to tell us, Jesse... You could call in at 661-244-9852. <laughs> exactly. How's your oh, Palm Sunday good. going? Eh, it's always nice to see badass Jesse. Yeah. Every Sunday is a Palm Sunday for him. What? Oh, I know. Him and the five <laughs> Chinese brothers. <laughs> he says he's doing great. <laughs> That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Probably be, Good to hear it. Yeah, probably he, he wasn't doing great until he logged into the show. Oh, and he heard he heard the music, and it, and it just turned his life around. <laughs> well, I wish someone could turn Schmoop's life around, Jay Man. Uh, if you can't, nobody can. <laughs> well, I know I can't. <laughs> now you ask me how she's doing well something happened the other day I just happened to mention something and it set off fireworks Uh-oh. J-Man not pretty fireworks oh boy it was like fireworks that got knocked over and exploded on the ground yeah <laughs> well, terrible what happened well um, Nurse Sherry, you know my old friend Nurse Sherry. Yeah, friend of the show. She happened to be a yeah. Well, she happened to be a topic of conversation for whatever reason. I don't remember. It was innocuous. But then I mentioned that you know we had several good Christmases together thirty years ago, J-Man. Mm-hmm. Well. Yeah. Well, let's take it from here. Pea break with Smoop. How you doing? Hey. Hello, my friend. How are you? Swell. How are you? How are you doing? Angry. Oh, dear. Why are you so angry? I wake up that way. (laughs) And it doesn't get any better as the day goes on, trust me. (laughs) Dude, I need a job. You get out of bed, and you look out the window, and you say, damn it. (laughs) Why aren't they cleaning up the fucking debris over there? Am I allowed to say that on the air? (laughs) Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, you got a big dirt pile across from the uh, from the digs now, right? Yeah, 
and they just keep digging a bigger hole, but they're not cleaning anything up. <sighs> Why is it so hard? I don't know. I can I don't do it. <laughs> you could. Not going to, but you could. <laughs> the machines are just sitting there. Oh, don't you want to go and crank one of them up and drive it around? Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Oh, no, Matt and I got to talking the other night. Um, <clears throat> you know, I realized this was 30 years ago, but in my angry state, it just kind of set me off a little bit more. Nurse Sherry, who wasn't a nurse then, and they were dating in high school. She played but nurse. They, you know, huh? She played nurse. Yeah, <laughs> she could have played nurse. That that is correct, and I think someone else played a little doctor going in there. But anyway, <laughs> you know they always have their Christmas Eves, mm-hmm. all the family, and you know there's Thanksgivings, all the family, and oh yeah, she got to go to several of those. Hmm. Have I ever been invited? I don't think I have. Really? You know. Yeah, I know. But you know why? Really? Why? Yeah. Yeah. Never been invited to any of that stuff. But hmm. she got to go to Christmas Eve, Thanksgivings, who Halloween. She got graduation oh. presents. Wow. Yeah. What do I get? She got heartache. Thank you. Thank you. Man. She got to go to the Mahoney family Christmas Eve. Yes. You and after have fourteen not been. years, have I ever been invited? No. You know No, I have not. I was what? I was all ready. I was all ready to tell you Lighten up, Francis. <laughs> but I gotta but I gotta say, I think you have an argument here. I do. Do I not? <laughs> No, I think you do. I mean, I, I realize mean, this is a little. I mean, hurtful. I realize it was thirty years ago, but I mean, thirty, 30 years odd. seems like a long time. Yeah, seems like a long time ago, but really, you know, in a you know cosmic sense, it really wasn't that long ago. It really wasn't that long ago, was it? <sighs> you know. And here you are now. And now what's he going to do, invite you this year? You know, it'll be totally a hollow invitation. It'll be obvious he's just trying to make up for it now, Exactly. Right? Exactly. In fact, if he does, you might have to do Damn! <laughs> right in the, right in the boys. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I know. If he did invite you, would you have gone? No. Some of his family <laughs> doesn't care too much for me, you know, because I'm a whore. What? <laughs> I am a whore. I am so the Jezebel. Matt. Why? Yeah, Matt's a whore. They, they Matt him. is a whore. Matt <laughs> is a whore. You are correct. <laughs> but it doesn't, but he's family. Hmm. I am the Jezebel. <laughs> hmm. Kind of hot. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. 
and I wouldn't go even if they asked. I'll show them. I will. Bunch of damn idiots. Terrible. Terrible. That's terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's unfortunate, though, that you get left at home alone on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Ordering a sub from Casano's all by myself. Uh Watching whatever I want on television without any, you know. You have to have that on. (laughs) <laughs> Damn. Well, I understand that uh, you uh, suddenly uh, decided to move grocery day to Thursdays now. Isn't that a little weird? <laughs> <laughs> well, truth be told, I you know, he's off all day. I have the time. Uh-huh. If I go on Saturday, uh-huh. I have to be back at a certain time so he can... I don't think I don't think uh, Dave's going to fly with that for very much longer. So, and I'm just going to go. Hey, dude, this is the day. I have the wheels. Go or don't. Yeah, Need more there anger. You go. More anger. Well, you got to lay down the law to these people sometimes. Sometimes I have to. Yeah. yeah that's, that's okay. Yeah. Say hi to Jesse Ferg. He's in the chat room. Hi, Jesse. Hi, Jamie. Jamie. <laughs> Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie. <laughs> she has a cold. <laughs> I know. That's terrible. It is terrible. I got allergies. Oh, I thought about you this morning when my eyes were itching so bad. I thought, you know, I feel really bad for people yeah. that actually have allergies. Oh yeah, like we went. You. We went from ice storm warnings to pollen alerts, just like that. I know. They say the tree pollen here is going to be horrid. Yeah. And then again, it makes to... me angry. Exactly. Damn. All the little things. I swear. They all add up. But I can deal with it because I'm a big strong man. You are a big strong man. Oh, yeah. You know, and that big thing that I have, not having a job, I don't care. That doesn't make <laughs> me angry. <laughs> it's the little things. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> the dirt well, pile across the street. That, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And just pass me around. Just pass me around. Use me and uh, pass use me, me and off abuse to me. Else. Yeah. I think I might go over there and see if I can get over there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, bye. Bye. Smoop, everyone. Lovely and talented Smoop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I think I don't. I I don't know how much anger is really there. <laughs> you weren't here Thursday other than, afternoon. <laughs> other other than you know. I mean, when you get her, you know, when you get her talking and, and laughing and joking around and she forgets that you're there, yeah, she seems to get better. <laughs> yeah, she does, doesn't she? Funny about that. <laughs> yeah. That's good. 
glad you guys I'm glad you gave her a chance to talk it out. Yeah, work it out a little. We bonded a little there. Yeah. <clears throat> Felt like I'm getting, we're getting a little closer. You know what, though, J-Man? What? In, in and, spite oh, of by the all way, the anger. Yo, go ahead. Tell, tell, tell Smoop that Jesse Ferg says, hello. Jesse Ferg said, hello. 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 <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'm kind of getting the impression that she can be really pleasant to everyone but you. <laughs> I've always had that impression. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though, J-Man. In spite of her anger, she did a little work for us for today's Ooh. show. Get a little work yeah. out of her, huh? I All got right. a little work. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And while she was working, I was saying, how are you doing? <laughs> but actually, she she read a poem by the aforementioned Jack Mahoney. And this is from his book, Credo. And it was written for my mom, Marianne. So here's Schmoop reciting to Marianne. Come take my hand and walk with me The pilgrim paths that used to be When each new day was bright and bold And all our dreams were cast in gold On stepping stones we'd ford the brook With clear white wine in one good book My knowing heart would follow there Your mud cake shoes and wind-blown hair But now the paths are washed away the streams entombed in tiles of clay. Love's old sweet songs have all been sung. The world's grown old, but we've stayed young. We'll find new paths, somehow, somewhere. You seek them out. I'll follow there. Wow, that was really sweet. Yeah. yeah, the poem was. Yeah. Yeah. And the the reading of it was really nice, too. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah. All right. There you go. Mom and Dad. <laughs> My mom and dad married 52 years until he died, and wow. they passed that on to to their nine kids because, you know, eight of the nine kids got married, and only two of them are still married. You know, others got divorced. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know. I'm one of them, happen. J-Man. <laughs> kind of, kind of.
apple does fall far away from the tree when it comes to that. So you're you're kind of divorced, and you're you're kind of. Uh-huh. That was very good. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. So we also wanted to take a few minutes today and uh, make fun of people on Favstar. Oh, yes. And uh, so uh, James and Jay last night saw a few Favstar people on his timeline. Oh. Got a uh-huh. little chuckle out of them. <clears throat> and he, uh, he real quick... Uh, Knocked out a little poem for him. Excellent. Favstar by Jameson J. Would you rather be popular on Favstar or have a new car? Seems like an easy question, but for many, Favstar is such an obsession. I have to admit, sometimes it seems fun, just trying to be funny and outdo everyone. But I see the fastest way to Favstar fame is to be a celebrity. Or a chick with a sexy frame. Also, girls need a sexy name, like McHot-Ass Sugar Tits. Much more than they need quick wits. If you want to be a top pick, just tweet how much you love to suck dick. If you do that, it won't matter if most of your timeline is a yawner. White men everywhere will stand ready to defend your honor. Not that I care how anyone uses Twitter. I assure you that I'm not bitter. Not about Favstar, anyway. That list would take all day. Part of me understands the need for validation. This show's ratings are my fixation. I guess we're all out here hoping to be noticed, so we have to stay focused. Sometimes I want to try something different. I'll end up saying something ignorant. That's when I cause everyone to cringe, and I go on a Twitter binge. Honestly, though, Favstar's biggest shame is that most of those people are just lame. You're listening to IWS Radio on the BTR Network. Be sure to catch us on the Internet at IWSRadio.com. <laughs> yeah, that would take me. Yeah. I can't believe Bobby is so down on Favstar. Yeah. Because I'll tell Actually, you what, I, I saw... To... Go ahead. I was trying to figure out what that noise was. And I forgot that I had made that that bumper. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the hell is that clapping and music shit? <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Well, you know, you know, I used to deride along with you, Favstar, until last night I saw several, <laughs> several Favstar posts on Twitter that were, you know, pretty damn funny. Oh, really? Yeah. Check this out. Mm. I hate it when I run out of vodka and I have to burn down a village. That's pretty funny. 
Um, I thought there was a. Where's the punchline? Oh, I had no, to that was it. Burn down. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, get the rim shot ready because I got word up, J man. <laughs> Sorry, I got stoned and tried to teach your cats how to play Twister. You're not going to believe this last one, J-Man. I'm ready for it. Think out, Okay. Think outside the pillow fort. <laughs> wow. That's good shit right there. Man. Now I can yeah, see you kind of coming around. Coming around yeah, on Fastar, you know. Uh-huh. He's, he's the high-quality Favstar folk there. Jesse's uh, yeah, asking well, yeah. in the chat room what Favstar is. Favstar is this... It, it, <laughs> Sad, it depressing bar on the internet. <laughs> yeah, it adds up all the stars and the favorites you get when you tweet something hilarious, like those tweets that Matt just read. And uh, apparently that's how people uh, measure their self-worth. Is with those stars. It's a sad, it's a sad internet singles bar where nobody goes home with anyone. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently, you can uh, you can join Favstar. Well, you can join for free, but then there's a, a like a Favstar Premium that you could pay for. Ooh. And if you uh, do, you get more stars if, that way. No, but you get a trophy of the day. Not a real trophy. You know, it's just a little, you know, you get tweeted that you won the trophy of the day, and it's a little bitty picture of a trophy. Wow. So you could do that. That's hot. Yeah. But, uh, you know, you don't get any money or anything. If our audience a real would trophy. Like to get a trophy, you know, a virtual trophy, they could call in at 661-244. Nine eight five two. I got a trophy right here for someone. I bet you do. I bet it's a big trophy. Nah, not really. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I bet it's stiff. It's it's a nice one. It's a nice one. Yeah. <laughs> it's friendly. It's a friendly trophy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a happy trophy. <laughs> Hardly used trophy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going Holy Grail trophy, but a fairly religious trophy. (laughs) Exactly. A trophy that's, you know, going to engage in some of the uh, Palm Sunday festivities later. Oh, (laughs) J-Man. Speaking Mm -hmm. of Palm Sunday, my friend. Father Leo Limerick. Oh, yes. Albeit, albeit Catholic, he wants to do a little Passover Limerick. Well, excellent. A little crossover action. Yeah. Our Daily Bread with Father Leo Limerick. It's rightly called the bread of affliction. 
to get unleavened bread out of your ass. I can't, hey man. I can't try unleavened bread or any bread of any type. Oh, that's right. Well, maybe <laughs> uh, a week a week from tomorrow you can give it a try. I'll try that. You only but got seven more days. I, gotta, I know, and then i got to put my spaghetti through the hot dogs. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> 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 That's classic. I like that. <clears throat> Matt, I tell you what, something we got some breaking news here. Oh boy. Breaking news. Somebody on Facebook I think has figured out or excuse me, on Twitter has figured out the code for five star greatness. <laughs> this chick Sarah goes by Twitter name Queen Demetriax. This morning, tweeted American Airlines and says, Hello, my name's Ibrahim, and I'm from Afghanistan. I'm part of Al-Qaeda, and on June 1st, I'm going to do something really big. Bye. Well, American Airlines responded with, Sarah, we take these threats very seriously, your IP address and details will be forwarded to security and the FBI. Hmm. Well, Sarah's been working a little damage control since that moment. Okay. She claims she was hacked. Uh, of course. That's always I didn't good. tweet anything. My, my account was hacked. I live 15 hours from the U.S. They're not going to come all the way here. And then all of a sudden, she tweets, Oh, my God. I got 10,000 retweets for that one. Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm surprised her last tweet didn't say, oh, my God, I got 10,000 retweets for that one. Oh, my (laughs) God. So there you go. She's going to be on top of the uh, Fast Star board today. Mm -hmm. So congrats to her. Probably get a trophy. 
Kinsey's going to be in federal court. <laughs> well, no, she's not, because she just tweeted, I blocked the FBI just in case. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, there you go. Then she's okay. <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, is the IQ of the Star people. <laughs> All right. Well done, Sarah. Uh-huh. You got any more poetry you need to get out there, Jamin? Uh, Because I still no. have a couple. Really? Oh, man, I won't let you down. You still got some you need to play, though. I still got Slider, don't I? Still got Slider, and I like... <laughs> Oh, yeah. You know, Slider. We only got... Ladies and gentlemen. What? Go ahead. Yeah. So we've only got 14 minutes, so we, we should play those. Yeah, let's go, let's go see what Slider Ballscock has to say, because we haven't covered sports today, and we need to. Hi, sports fans. IWS Sports Director Slider Ballscock here, coming to you live from the Masters Golf Competition in Augusta, Maine where the last yet final round is underway. And while I haven't checked the jumbotron of late, I'm sure Tiger Woods is leading the field and hanging up crooked numbers all over the report card. Aside from the majestic majesty that is the Pigas' major Masters golf get-together, there was breaking news that pontificated itself earlier this week in the arena that is the National Football League. Boston Patriots linebacker Brandon Spikes was released by Team Billick and is headed to the banks of Lake Ontario where Spikes will be playing this season for the Patriots' in-state rival, the Buffalo Bills. Takeo Spikes had some unkind words for his former team and after the media dust devil settled down, Brandon dictated his thoughts to a friend who put his thoughts to paper within the following poem. As Brandon attended the University of Florida, he handed it to me and asked me to read it for him. So here it goes. Four Years a Slave by Brandon Spikes. The Patriots used me and abused me, nearly put me in my grave. Four Years a Slave four years a slave. The barely millions that they paid me couldn't buy me what I crave. Four years a slave, four years a slave. When I was suspended for drugs, no one would smile or wave. Four years a slave, four years a slave. So I'm shuffling off to Buffalo, where I'll be all the rave. No longer a slave. No longer a slave. Powerful words from a powerful man who continues to do some buffalo saber rattling and can't wait to go mano a mano with the Boston Patriots. Time for yours truly to make my way to the Jumbotron and check out the golf scores. So this is Slider Ballscock leaving it all on the banks of Lake Champlain and heading for Niagara Falls. 
But for more, great IWS Radio with Jay and Matt. And you stay right there. Vous écoutez, je suis avec Stupide. Sur les network, BTR, eh? All right. Yeah, good old Brandon. Yeah, no he longer had a slave. New England. Man. Yeah, he did. The yoke has been broke. Yeah. And Patriots fans uh, responded that to that uh, nicely. They only called him the N word four thousand times the day <laughs> that, that story came out. <laughs> well. When he spoke like that, nothing good could happen either way. Yeah, it was. We it was kind of never any doubt how this was going to end, was there? Nah. Well, I'll tell you what. It's hard being the highest paid slave in the world. I'll tell you that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jesse Ferg in the chat room has some good advice for uh, Queen Dim- Dimitriex. He told her to also block the NSA. Yeah. There you so. go. No workarounds. Uh-uh. No workarounds, people. <laughs> I have a nephew who works for the NSA. Yeah? Yeah. I could give him a call. Could. Maybe I wasn't supposed to disclose that. I don't know. <laughs> and he listens in on your calls. Yeah, I'm sure he does. I love my nephew number Oh one eight two six five four. I love him to death. <laughs> maybe he, uh, maybe he's got the uh, recording of uh, your call with Missy last night. Could send it to oh, you. God. That way, you guys could remember I what you talked does. about. <laughs> oh, I hope he does because it was awesome. Because J Man, <laughs> I had complete control of my faculties, and. Miss Alicious did not. Mm-hmm. In fact, J-Man, it's kind of funny. You set this last poem up pretty well. I'm a professional. I know you are. <laughs> I told her I had to I had to go because I had to uh, record a poem that I wrote for today's show. Mm. And she said, yeah. And she said, what is it? And I told her what it was, and she said, well, read it to me. Well, let's hear it first, and then we'll get back to Miss Alicious. Okay. (laughs) I like fern-leaf buckthorns, geraniums brash and red, white dogwoods anchored in black mulch, and the delicate pink blooms on Scottish heather. I like the pre-dawn aria, of the morning dove, the clickety-clack of an archaic timepiece, and the seductive sadness in the voice of Chrissy Hine. I like foot-long chili dogs, cheeseburgers rare, lima beans and scalloped corn, and BLTs heavy on the bacon. I like the warmth and closeness of a distant knowing nod, a cool breeze in August, the January thaw, and goosebumps germinated by the heat of a loved one's kiss. I like the smell of a backyard cookout, the scent of fresh-cut Christmas trees, and the aroma of basil on pizza, fresh from the oven. I like poems by Tennyson, Dunn, 
and Dylan Thomas, the honest comedy of Chris Rock, and drinking wild Irish rose from a knowing old beer glass. You're listening to the number one comedy show on Blog Talk Radio. Make sure to check out our website at iwsradio.com and like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash iwsradio. That was tremendous. Well, thank you. I love that. Here's the thing. Oh, thanks. Here's the thing, J-Man. She told me to read it to her. And I started mm-hmm. off with, I like fern leaf buckthorns. What the hell's a buckthorn? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and the commentary throughout the poem. <laughs> <laughs> and then here's the good one. After she um, pureed, cureed, and whatever lima beans, she hates lima beans, she started doing the imita- impersonation of a morning dove. Coo, coo, coo. <laughs> and then once well, we did get through it, a half hour later, she said she loved the poem. Of course she did. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we love Miss Alicious. Yes. I even got to go to the bathroom with her last night, Jamie. <laughs> As she was commenting on the poem. Yeah, great. She's a multitasker. She is. Well, women are. Women are good at that. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was a good time. All right, then. All right. God, there was a lot of magic happening on the show. Oh, yeah. This is a big one. This was a big one this week. Yeah. A lot of uh, creativity flowing. Mm-hmm. A lot of rhymes. Stuff like that. A lot of rhyming going rhymes. on. A lot of near rhymes. <laughs> a lot of semi-rhymes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well... But I'll tell you what, Jay, man, when you start reading poetry, when anyone starts reading poetry, Jesse Ferg shows up. Cause Weird how that works. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, oh, and Courtney Stodden just wished everybody a happy Palm Sunday on Twitter. So <laughs> that was sweet of her. Yeah, there's gonna, yeah and there's going to be a lot of Palms working on that tweet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, I think All that's right. it. I think it is. We should get to our end song and then uh, come back and say goodbye. We'll do it. And ladies and gentlemen, the end song, a poem by Alfred Lord Tennyson, as done, oddly enough, by a Canadian. <laughs> Thank you. 
Outside of Brandon Spikes's four years as slave. <laughs> Outstanding. Outstanding. Hey. That was beautiful. You know what I think I'm gonna do, Matt? What are you gonna do? I think I'm gonna tweet in rhyme the rest of the day. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Woo. That's pretty funny. You should. As a I studio met, audience met, is snorting. <laughs> 
Uh-huh. I'm at, uh, I believe, 1,110 <laughs> followers. Yeah, 1,110 wow. followers. We'll see if it, if we can get it below 1,000 by the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. Uh-huh. And you so know, everyone, you, uh, re- uh, Saturday's you, Matt Said, Jay Said, it was all in rhyme, which you can read at yeah. com. That was outstanding. Written by a very talented man. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I think it was a pretty good show. I think it was. I liked it. No, I don't think it was. It was. <laughs> Damn right it was. Damn right. And thanks to all the guests Maybe. in the chat room. Yeah, anybody tries to tell us different can just bite me. Yeah. And thanks, Jamie, for sucking it up. Trooper. (laughs) Thanks, thanks, Jamie, for just being Jamie. Mm Mm-hmm. And thanks, Jesse, and all the guests for coming in. And thanks to the J-Mom for contributing. Oh, God, yeah, J-Mom and Schmoop and all the people who called in. Yeah, yeah. All the people who Oh, we never got to call we never got to call the Vatican, Jamie. <laughs> oh, oh no. Wish him a happy Passover. Sorry, Pope Francis. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, well, we can call him on Easter. We'll call him on Easter. <laughs> we'll see see what's up. <laughs> <laughs> Probably won't be busy today. Right. We are doing an Easter show, aren't we? Easter extravaganza. Of course. Oh, boy. We are risen or something. The IWS Easter egg roll. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) In my pants. Oh, my God. Okay. (laughs) It's time to go. All right. Talk to you later, J-Man. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.